This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to episode 46 of the Animaniacast. You'll be strange creatures. We're not creatures, we're Native Americans. But does not look like Native Americans. Confidentially, we're adopted. Yeah, it's a heck of a story. Lost in the wilderness, we were raised by a flock of turkeys. And welcome again to the Animaniacast. We are the only podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series, The Animaniacs. Here we explore the series episode by episode, revisiting all the cultural references and gags that we can possibly think of. And in the end, we give each and every episode a water tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother Nathan. Robots don't say ye. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> and <laughs> across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. So we're doing Futurama references now? Well, just the episode reminded me of that for some reason. For, I, I'd like to know exactly why. <laughs> oh, because of the... the... They keep saying ye. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there you go. So the pilgrim. So, <laughs> yes, today we have... Uh, well, we were thinking beforehand, like, I don't know if this episode is really... doesn't really match with the... The time we're originally releasing this in May, no, because it's <laughs> Thanksgiving themed, uh, and we're all thankful. We're all thankful for this episode and for for being here and all yeah. being together and thankful for our listeners, right? So it so, sort of makes sense. But this episode is coming out the day before Mother's Day, which we're thankful for. Our which mothers. we're thankful for mothers, exactly. So <laughs> this is uh, this episode has a, a segment called Turkey Jerky, right? Or is it Jerky Turkey? <laughs> it's Turkey Jerky, yes. It's called Turkey Jerky. And then another one called Wild Blue Yonder. And here's the connection, folks. Wild Blue Yonder has a is very mother-based, basically. Yeah. So we'll and talk about uh, the other one's turkey-based. <laughs> Tur- like <laughs> what a turkey-baster? Yeah, what? there okay. you go. So uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> and we have a couple of little things thrown in there as well. Well, what do you guys think? In a few words, uh, what would you say about this episode? Kelly, let's start with you. It's very Thanksgiving themed. (laughs) And and Nathan, what about you? It's very bird themed. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's very funny themed. Um, Yeah, it's all of those things. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. So. Nathan, yes. When did this episode first premiere? And I, for the record, there was like some different answers for when this date. Yeah, but the real answer, okay, is the one we're going with is Monday, November twenty second. All right, that's right. And that was just one day after Cinderella closed at New York State Theater, <laughs> New York's after fourteen performances, and Cyrano the musical opened at Neil Simon Theater, uh, New York City, for 137 performances. So, yeah, we were just talking about Cyrano a few weeks ago, so yeah. how how appropriate, sort of, so, that it, we brought him up again. There you go. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> the things that premiere. Yeah. Uh, okay. Too, <laughs> whatever. Okay, so, <laughs> well, before we get to our first cartoon, we have to mention that today's episode began with 
newsreel of the stars. I don't think we need to mention this at all. <laughs> newsreel of the stars. Well, here's the thing that it's it's easy to to miss newsreel of the stars in this one because if you're watching it on Netflix, Netflix yeah they just skip past they it. skip right past which, it. Good. <laughs> perfect and we skip the show's namey which is like, we've already seen that a few times yeah, too it's let's yeah just get to the good stuff it seems like and i'm sure you know many of our listeners know for sure but I, i'm pretty sure that as the, the next few seasons uh they really went to the variable verses a lot more mm. it seems like this first season they it really feels like we've gotten to like five or six variables and then we're just kind of looping no, back and just, yeah repeating them to like and the show's namey is so not even worth mentioning at this point because it's right. the it's, it's kind of boring. But like we know it's the show's I name. Know. You've said it twenty times. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, News of the Stars. It's the beginning, and you might miss it actually because and don't it, try to go. You back might to miss watch it, it, but who? If you do, but miss you're not going to miss it. Yeah, you're not going. You might miss it, but you won't miss it. But anyway, let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead and get right into our discussion of today's episode. So the first segment here is called Turkey Jerky. And Turkey Jerky was written by Peter Hastings and Tom Ruger, and it was directed by Gary Hartle. And Nathan, what basically happens here in Turkey Jerky? So we find ourselves on Plymouth Rock with the early colonials. And they need to eat... Pilgrims, you mean? Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> the pilgrims on Plymouth Rock, and they need to eat food, and they don't know what to eat, so they decide to eat turkey, and that's where our hero... Um, I'm going to call him the hero, even though he's technically the villain, but Miles Standish goes yes. to get food for everyone, which is a heroic thing. I think he's going to go hunt turkey, but the Animaniacs stop him, the Warner Brothers and their sister Dot, or they have a pet turkey and yes. he wants to try to kill the pet turkey so there's a whole bunch of shenanigans and they're chasing each other and there's a bunch of size differences going on too and where people shrink down and grow to, and everything like that and uh, it ends up he just I guess is afraid of the turkey and then he gets really lonely without the Warners so they all just become friends and uh, they, they end up driving him crazy too yeah he's kind of turns into a turkey himself but they all just eat corn or maize as the <laughs> indians native americans would say so. exactly <laughs> but they did have i did notice they had a ham on that table too though so they did eat some meat at that <laughs> thanksgiving apparently yeah the turkey was fine but the yeah the, that poor pig it wasn't anyone's pet though uh, exactly it's all good <laughs> so what is it just me or Miles Standish kind of resemble Gaston. You know what? I saw some people online comparing him to Gaston as well, so you're not alone in that comparison. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, I could see that. He but. did kind of have a... Now, I was shocked to actually find out that Miles Standish was actually a real pilgrim. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was. I just like had to look him up, because the name itself, it sounds... It almost sounds fake, the way yeah, that it sounds. like but, a sty- standoffish. I would say. Yeah, but let's see. Miles Standish, if I just type him up right here, the quick little summary on Wikipedia says, Miles Standish, uh, spelled M-Y-L-E-S, not M-I, but anyway. Miles Standish was an, an English military officer hired by the Pilgrims as military advisor for Plymouth Colony. 
So yeah, he was there to defend Plymouth Colony from mm. uh, the beginning. So he was from turkeys. From turkeys. <laughs> well, he was a very yeah. He was very protective. He was like t- calling the turkey a beast, and at one point, <laughs> what kill am I? Kill the beast! <laughs> kill the beast! No wonder he thought he sounded like Gaston <laughs> Kelly. Uh, he called them a beast. But he called them, Foul that be called Turk, I shall have thee. Oh, foul that be called Turk, I shall have thee. It's one of my favorite lines. In the thing. <laughs> um, but he sounded very similar. He was voiced by Maurice LaMarche. And he was doing a voice that was very similar to previous characters. Um, it was Richard Burton, I believe, was the is the character or the, or the actor kind of caricatures voice he was doing so it was the same voice that heard in um oh the king uh oh god it's a uh, sir yaxalot i believe mm. like the narrator for that for camelot and uh there was the other time was with uh cleopatra and he was doing a richard burton impression with uh uh mark anthony okay. so yeah so it was the same voice i recognized it I was like oh yeah okay so they're still doing that impression but there were some cultural references in this uh, two-segmenter. It was a, you know, split. This cartoon was split into two segments, so they yeah. had a nice commercial break in between. It's essentially, their their Thanksgiving special of the of the series, I suppose. Um, first of all, they go into uh, Wacko does. Uh, he is, you know, Yakko is yakking yak. And Wacko mm-hmm. is Wacko who who waltzes with wolves. So, you know, a reference right there to the, the show, uh, or not the show, the movie slash book uh, Dances with Wolves, which was pretty big in the early 90s at this time. I remember I was in middle school and I actually even read the book uh, Dances with Wolves when I was a kid because uh, I'm not sure if I saw the movie first or read the book first. But I haven't done either, so... <laughs> For I, the record, I, I didn't understand at all when he started dancing with the wolf. Like, <laughs> well, for the record, that wasn't a waltz either. It was like a swing dance. Okay. Which, but I assume in the movie he dances with wolves, right? Uh, like, sh- sure. <laughs> pretty sure. And pretty it's kind of sure. like, big spoiler, wacko, yeah. thanks. I think it's something about like Kevin Costner has to like be the bodyguard of the wolves or something, and then they all sing, right? Is that how it goes? And they sing in... Like, I will always howl you or something. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Dot does have... Dot, like, runs off, like, three actresses' names real quick in this mm-hmm. one. Valerie Bertinelli, who we've mentioned before in a previous one, uh, who's, you know, television actress. She's she's still doing stuff every now and then. I saw Valerie, Valerie Bertinelli on a, an episode of Match Game recently with Alec Baldwin. Huh. So she's still, you know, hitting the game show scene at least. <laughs> and then she goes, uh, because she, uh, of course, Dot wants to know who will play her, who will play the part of Dot in yeah. the upcoming movie what, that goes I'm... over the the Warners, how they, how they became Native Americans or something yeah, like that. the story of, it's I, that would be an interesting episode. <laughs> well, she mentions Natalie. They were adopted and everything. And yeah, by the turkeys, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Raised by turkeys. So was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so she mentions Valerie Bertinelli, and then she mentions Nancy McKeon or Jackie Smith for a more mature kind of thing. Um, and Nancy McKeon was uh, played the part of Joe on Facts of Life. Okay. You know, so you take the good. Yeah, and take the bad. Mm. Take, take them both, and then you have. Yeah, well, the yeah. Facts of Life. Yeah. 
All the right. facts alive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, and then the hit, of course, we have uh, Jackie Smith, who was on Charlie's Angels in at some point. Okay. And far, you know, way before uh, Natalie Portman played her, she played the part of Jackie Onassis Kennedy in some sort of TV movie. So we're dealing okay. basically with three television stars of the 1980s uh, slash 90s that were just in a bunch of movie of the week special. So there you go. That's what Dot was most interested in <laughs> as she flips through her uh, Screen Actors Guild book. And uh, later on, they, they, you know, when they're doing the whole psychologist uh, thing, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, about My, his hamster and everything. Yeah, Miles wants to talk about his uh, little pet hamster uh, when that he was a little he kid. to bed every night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but he's our pet. We love him. I cannot. Why? Haven't you ever had a pet? No. Well, yes, but it was long ago when I was but a boy. My dear pet hamster. <gasps> I called him Petey Pajamas. <sighs> yes, tell me all about Petey. Oh, I did love that hamster so. I took it into bed with me every night, you know. Good night, everybody. Oh, golly, yes. And I did knit him teeny tiny pajamas to wear. He slept on my nose. I misseth him so. <laughs> my little Petey Pajamas. <laughs> there, there, it's all right. Nappy nap time for our cranky pilgrim friend. But they they played the Three Blind Mice song. Mm. So that was the song they played uh, in Three Stooges uh, shorts. So perhaps mm. like a little bit of a connection there. Uh, but really the, the bigger connection was that uh, the Doctor's in sign from uh, Peanuts, Peanuts. Mm -hmm. yeah, was up behind them. One weird kind of part where the turkey prays for help. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a white uh, thing of, uh, you know, light right there. And then the Yakko dressed up as a Catholic priest comes and goes, oh, you shouldn't be doing that and all that. <laughs> I thought it was very um, odd that that would happen since the pilgrims were uh, actually, you know, went to America in the first place to escape the Church of England. Yeah. Who they believed, you know, were, uh, you know... a doing things against God's will and everything like that. So that uh, <laughs> that essentially this pilgrim would be listening to uh, a Catholic priest or, you know, somebody that essentially looks like someone from the Church of England would be probably not ironic. historically accurate. Probably not. But, uh, but just ironic, <laughs> I would say. Wait, my son. Is this the answer? Using a gun on a helpless creature? Well, I... You might poke someone's eye out with that thing. And you'd break your mother's heart. Not to mention pity pajamas. There's two other little quick little things. Mm -hmm. One is uh, when uh, Miles gets squashed in the tree mm -hmm. and he, you know, taps the tree to get the maple syrup out. Yeah. Uh, calling him basically a, a sap. sap. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, he says, who wants maple syrup? And they go, I do. I do. Who wants maple syrup? I, I do, do. I do. And... Nathan, I'm sure you probably don't remember it, nope. but Kelly, do you remember the <laughs> Trident commercials at all? Who wants Trident? I do. I do. Love the taste? I do. I do. Cinnamon, refreshment? I do. I do. I do. I do. Trident sugarless gum comes in six delicious flavors, so it's up to you. I I don't know if that's a connection. <laughs> it's a stretch. It sounds somewhat familiar, <laughs> yeah. but... Well, when, let me tell you something. 
when it is, it might be a stretch, but when I type in who wants Trident, I do, I do. The first thing that comes up is the commercial and okay. the commercial <laughs> is from 1992. So it was, there we go. It's fresh in their minds. Fresh in their brains. So, it, and I remember it being. It might have even been a subconscious thing. Well, I, I I remember it being a thing when I was a kid. Like I remember in elementary school and in, in, in middle school, people would say that like, "Who wants Trident? I do. I do. Who wants gum? I do. I do." And all that stuff. So, I don't know. When they said that, I thought it could be a yeah. connection. Uh, that would be totally lost on today. Like today, you would not even think twice about connecting it to anything. Uh, but really, the last thing that I saw that I had no idea what it was, it was they were talking about what day should we call this? You know, we're day where we're thankful. Mm. And they were saying Arbor Day and Halloween, uh, Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. One of them says Shrove Tuesday. Do you have any idea what Shrove no, Tuesday is? I've never is? heard that. Ever hear of Shrove Tuesday at all, Kelly? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Okay, Shrove Tuesday. Looked it up real quick. It's the it's the Tuesday right before Ash Wednesday. Okay. So right before Lent begins and everything. And apparently you eat pancakes on it. Apparently the tradition in uh, some parts of uh, of Europe and stuff is it's called Pancake Day, essentially. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what the word Shrove means, but uh, apparently people eat pancakes. Why? Why don't? I don't really know. I just thought it was kind well, of cool. Well, they didn't have a day for it. Yet, <laughs> it's, so. nas- it's International Pancake. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The International House of Pancakes Day. Oh, my gosh. It's Shrove that's what it Tuesday. Is. IHOP Day. <laughs> Everyone, we'll see you there at IHOP, IHOP next Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> so there he goes. Those are our little references right there. Connections mm-hmm. to other stuff. Um, but there's a, there's quite a few funny things that go on in this uh, you know two-segmenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. What what were some things that kind of stood out? Some stuff that you thought was funny or whatever. I liked it the way. I, well, I like the way they talked when you know they would say <laughs> stuff like you know, oh, are you going to catch us the turkey? And um, you know, adding you know eth at the end of words. Yes. And, you know, kind of giving it that a little bit of that um, archaic way of speaking. And when Dot was talking about. Um, uh, I, I I think it was when they were talking about you know the, the turkey being their friend or you know adopting them, um, or, or how they were adopted. They uh, at, at the bottom of the screen it flashes Academy voters you know vote now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to you know win a win an award. No, please, not Mr. Gobble. Take me, take me. Go on, but spare the bird. We love him so. Congratulations. It pays to overact. No, wins the awards. <laughs> yep, and of course, they, they got like an Emmy Award right there. And uh, of course, yeah. the, the Animaniacs did win several uh, Emmy Awards. So apparently they knew they knew what to do. <laughs> it was uh, win Emmys on the show, and then they'll win Emmys in real life. Because exactly. they'll be like, well. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, <laughs> what about you? What's some of the things you like? Um, I liked seeing Elmer Fudd. That was a fun thing. Oh, yeah, thing. that was a cool little thing. Um, I liked Dot's really long name that had changed since, you know, it's oh, no longer. Yeah. It's, what was it? It was Princess. Princess, Princess yeah. I wrote it down. Oh, you had the whole thing? Princess Pretty Deer. And I be Princess Pretty Deer, who moves like a springtime fresh gazelle, sweet as honey and is sweet. But you can call me Dot. Or are you the kind of guy who never calls a girl? You cad! I'm leaving you! I'm going home to mother! Mm-hmm. 
good for her. <laughs> and uh, just for the record, the other things that the uh, pilgrims were thinking about making before they got the idea. You know, oh, yeah, that was but, fun. I like that. Yes, before they went to go get turkey were uh, okra quiche. It sounds kind of nice. It's mm-hmm. kind of good. Salmon tacos, which does sound pretty good. I like yeah. fish tacos. And, of course, curly Cajun fries. Which the guy really likes. Yeah, they're to <laughs> dieth for. <laughs> I just like that when everyone starts talking, the main guy is just saying, like, oh, yeah, I really do like the <laughs> Cajun curly fries. Yeah, the side talking was pretty cute. Yeah. Overall, the episode was very Looney Tunes-ish, mm-hmm. though. It was... Uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it was just yeah. More I mean, the whole like taking away the whole scene where he's all by himself was. Oh, I love that extreme. Yeah, it was very funny, but and just the setup for it, like you're gonna you're gonna be really lonely. Yeah, no, I won't. Uh, but yeah, when they cut away and he's just all by himself, and it was very reminiscent of that Daffy Duck and the artist kind of thing. Like, yeah, like erase the background mm-hmm. and just be all alone. I that that was probably my highlight. That was probably my, the my favorite bit of the entire uh, car, uh the cartoon right there was taking mm-hmm. away the background and being all alone. I am finished with thee, all of thee. Now hither go. Leaveth me be. You'll be lonely if we go away. No I won't. Yes you will. No I won't. Yes you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. I will not be lonely. Now go. Hello. 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 Is anyone there? They kiddeth not. I am lonely. I be lonely. <laughs> Told you so. Uh, well, you know, overall is a, a cute, you know, uh, one. I know that uh, one of our fellow RetroZap podcasts um, thought we might discuss this particular one way back, you know, a few months ago when it would have been like Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> When they were discuss, it was a techno retro dads okay. was discussing Thanksgiving specials, and they were like, "Oh, Animaniacs had one too. <gasps> Maybe the Animaniacs will discuss it." And I'm thinking, <laughs> "Well, eventually we will, but <laughs> not not for a while." So here we finally did it. So yeah. you can, and now just get a time machine. There you and go. You can go back. Or you, hey, you can re- or wait until. You can you can download and listen to this episode every in, day until Thanksgiving. Exactly, and then you'll be totally ready. <laughs> so, other than those kinds of quick little moments, guys, is there any other things you kind of thoughts on this uh, first moment or first? Any thoughts on this first cartoon? Um, it was fun seeing their necks get tangled at the end with his turkey neck. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly, anything else that you thought was cute? I, I just kept being so distracted that he looked like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and I mean, and you know, carrying the, the, the gun and everything, it's just like in the, the beginning of Beauty and the Beast where he's, you know, going and hunting and singing. And um, and of course, I mean the cartoon, yes. naturally, not, yeah. not the live action version. But because um, <laughs> uh, now that that exists and right. my whole worldview is skewed because it's like, wow, there's. Beauty and the Beast movie, movie, and not just a cartoon, and yeah. and musical, and and you know live well, action I knew musical. About, yeah, I knew about the musical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but those don't. Count. Yeah, Which, I've, I've seen it on stage like three times. <laughs> Which hashtag but, not obsessed. 
yeah, you know, and then you know, one other little cute. Overall, I just kept really thinking Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that whole uh, PT. What was his name? PT Pajamas or something? The hamster. Oh, the hamster. Speaking uh, of Looney Tunes, did we mention Elmer Fudd? Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting web. Go away. It was a quick cameo. There was also Slappy and Skippy were also. Oh, yeah. Slappy and Skippy were like cameo, up in a tree but... watching the oh, first thing. Yeah, they're up in the tree like right at the very beginning. Yeah, they don't say anything. Yeah, they're, they're just... just eating walnuts like watching. So. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in this one. It's a it's a lot of cute stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Again, when it comes to episodes like this, I always think like, oh, if only they could have put in a song. It would have been like even well, they better. they had the turkey song. Oh gosh, that's right. Let's not forget the fact that they played the turkey in the straw song like all the time in this one, which was cute. Yes, and not annoying. Not annoying. Yeah, that that turkey really liked to sing all the time like that. Yeah, it was it was cute. It it, it had some nice visual gags, mm-hmm. really, and the whole thing was really built based upon visual gags more than a lot of stuff. Yeah, there, the whole thing with Wacko too, with his gun, like him shooting eating the it, gun and shooting yeah. out his mouth, was uh, happened in a few Looney Tunes cartoons, mm-hmm. I believe, as well. Yeah, I think Daffy's done Daff, that. Before. Daffy's done it with the uh, eating bullets or something like that. Which that's always fun to watch somebody shooting bullets out of their face. Hey, hey. Well, before we move on to our next cartoon, let's take a quick moment to talk about our Tee Public store, which of course is tpublic.animaniacast.com, where you can find a ton of different Animaniacs, Star Wars, Tiny Toons, Freakazoid, and whatever kind of other designs we really like. So this is a great uh, way to not only support artists who actually design these designs, but you throw a few sense our way as well which Yay, you know those pennies those pennies will always be appreciated uh, so let's go ahead and talk about a couple designs that we like and i have one that i'd like to talk about right now because i have it right in front of me this is a design called los warner hermanos or los warner hermanos you do not pronounce the h in spanish hermanos right anyway yeah it hermanos is hermanos and it is by Clay Graham Art. And uh, it's kind of like the, what is that, the the design here, Nathan? I have it in front of me because I bought a sticker. Ah. Uh, it's a... Yeah, it's the Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Uh, I've never seen Breaking uh, Bad. Uh, one second, really? I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've, been, I've started watching Better Call Saul. Oh, well, so this is this is like the chicken thing, right? What's the... Yeah, there's a chicken restaurant. It's an actual restaurant in uh, New Mexico, too. You can actually go to Los Pollos Hermanos. Well, this is Los Warnos Hermanos. Los Warner Hermanos. <laughs> I can't even talk this day. <laughs> uh, but it's it's really cool, and it's in this design. And Nathan, guess what? What? This is for you. Woo! Awesome. <laughs> Got Nathan a I was just gift. Like, Live things you don't even know. <laughs> Yes, well, the stickers are really cool because they're only two dollars and fifty cents. So you don't have you can get a design that 
you know, you don't have necessarily have to pay twenty bucks for mm-hmm. this one right here. It's two fifty. Yeah, and there you go. And it's it's actually the stickers are not just printed on like normal sticker paper yeah, or something. Nice. It's actually printed on a vinyl kind of material, so it's not going to tear easily. And it looks, you know, I haven't tested it myself, but I think it's going to be like more waterproof and stuff. Like, <laughs> no, David. Oh. oh, it tore. Oh man, you said it. Was, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't completely tear resistant. No, here, take off the take off the the outside part. Okay, see. Oh, I see. See how it comes into. It. So he's going to yeah. rip the. Okay, the sticker. This, not the sticker. What? Rip the outside of the sticker part. Yeah, it's, the, it's see? not. Yeah, that's like, that's durable. I mean, it's not terrible, guys. There you go. See, that's go. that's the sound right there. The vinyl. Me ripping the sticker <laughs> into pieces. No, not, the sticker's fine. It's the, the, the surrounding part of the sticker <laughs> is ripped to little pieces. So, but it's actually very, it's very durable. So there you go. So Nathan, what about you? What design did you pick up? Okay, I pick out We Once the Redhead by oh. Ranger Rob. Yeah. This is a sticker I would get for Joey if yeah. I got him a sticker. Because I put it on there. I thought it was really cool. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so basically it's a mashup between uh, Roger Rabbit and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean because the We Once Redhead is uh, Ro- um, Jessica Rabbit. So Yeah, the redhead from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. I just thought, yeah. But there we go. It's Jessica Rabbit instead of the redhead. Yeah. Any mashup of different Disney stuff with yeah, Roger Rabbit. It's fun. It's good for me. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, what about you? I picked a shirt called Steven Tribute T-shirt. Uh-huh. It is by Flyland Designs. Um, do note that Steven is misspelled here. It's oh. um, on the website. It's S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Oh. But my Steven has a V. Yes. Um, so it looks like Steven Spielberg, but he, he's kind of drawn in a way that resembles Quint from Jaws. He's oh, got cool. a cigar in his mouth. He's kind of looking... You know, a little crazy. <laughs> and um, it's got uh, E.T. and Jaws and the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park on there. And the dinosaur and the shark have their mouths wide open, real sharp teeth. It's, it's just a very, you know, dynamic, crazy-looking image. And I love it. Cool. It's, it's House Spielberg. <laughs> very Spielberg. <laughs> well, you can check all of those out and many more by going over to tpublic.animaniacast.com and check them out. Hey, and like I said, there's shirts, there's phone cases, there's stickers, there's all different Whatever types. Whatever you want, you can get it for your mom as a late present. Yeah, exactly. Say, Sorry I forgot about Mother's Day. <laughs> you can show her the receipt online and say, it's coming on, just wait a week or so. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you again to T-Public for your support. All right, let's go ahead and get to our last cartoon of the day, which is entitled Wild Blue Yonder. And Wild Blue Yonder was written by Nicholas Hollander, and it was directed by Alfred Gimeno. 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 Whatever. <laughs> you know what it is. You know, Alfred. I'm just going to call him Alfred G from now on. Yeah, Maybe. Boy. Maybe not. Anyway... <laughs> Kelly, can you tell us what happens in this uh, cartoon? This is one of those cartoons that uh, doesn't have the Warner Brothers or any of the the recurring characters. It's a um, a little bird, and he's in the nest with his mom and some eggs. And she flies off, and he sees a plane 
flying overhead and he goes, mama, mama. And he thinks it's his mom. So he goes flying off um, behind this, this plane and it, the cartoon follows him basically flying in the air for forever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how he does it without getting tired, but he, he <laughs> flies kind of into a movie screen. There's an action movie with um, airplanes with machine guns, and he starts imitating the machine guns, and it's really cute. And um, he sees jets, and he keeps flying all over the place, and then he mistakes missiles for um, uh, eggs and he's trying to save the eggs and so they don't break and he's riding this missile down and it blows up into the ground and he's like oh eggs got broken <laughs> and um, he's just he's so confused because he just he just doesn't understand the world around him and um, he finally makes it back to the, the nest and his mom comes back well, no, I guess she doesn't come back yet. The um, the a- other eggs hatch, and then they think a plane's the mama. Right. And he's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, kids, so, you know, they just don't know. And um, <laughs> then, then the mama actually does come back, and they're all happy, and they understand that mama's not an airplane or a jet <laughs> or anything like that. Exactly. The end. <laughs> it's very similar to... The Dr. It wasn't really, I don't think, written by Dr. Seuss, but it was always in those Dr. Seuss books, Are You My Mother? Remember that little thing with the bird going up to the... Oh, here. I hear a jet coming... Mama? Mama? (laughs) (laughs) I heard a jet going right over our head. Is that... Wait, no, wait. Our mom is not a plane. I forgot. Ah, happy Mother's Day. (laughs) So, but it's very similar to kind of the plot. This is, like, so cool that it's actually flying over one time. It's actually appropriate for it to fly over our, the house right Although here. Although it was a stealth jet in the other side. Oh, that's right. This isn't very stealthy. Yeah. So, sorry. Anyway. Sorry, Mama. <laughs> but very similar to that book. You guys know the book I'm talking about, right? The bird going up to the dog and then going up to all the other things. Nathan's yeah. looking at Okay, like, I remember this now. Yeah, it's called Are You My Mother? And yeah. No, Joey, I'm not. No, okay, you're my brother. That's right. Um. <laughs> But the only real reference I could think of that was somewhat to something else was Dr. Strangelove. Uh, just mm-hmm. because the bird it goes into the stealth bomber. It's very weird how he's able to, number one, get into the stealth bomber. But number two, like, how is he able to fly as fast as the stealth bomber to yeah. even catch up to him? But whatever. He goes inside and I think going inside his mother, which he sees all these eggs. That's which weird. Is weird. But he sees all the eggs, or the bombs in this case. And then, of course, the door opens up with the eggy, mm-hmm. and he rides it down. Trying to save his brother and sister. Right. And so it was that whole scene is very similar to. Uh, Dr. Strangelove, because I forget the, the character's name, but he yeah. jumps, he's on Spoilers. top of, yeah, he's on top of the bomb at the end and he rides it down like a cowboy right there. It's a famous shot. So kind of for a split second was a little bit like Dr. Strangelove. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much it. 
what do you guys think about this cartoon? Did you like it? Not like it? I thought he was cute. <laughs> Kelly, what about you? Yeah, I, I thought the same. It was really, really cute and um, kind of a little bit reminded me of Baby Plucky, just a tiny a bit. A little bit, yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's uh, voiced by an, another one of the Ruger boys. Yeah, I think Cody. Cody right? Ruger. Yeah, that's right. So we have Tom Ruger, the creator here, you know, of uh, Animaniacs, and he put now this is his third boy to be mm-hmm. on the on the show. So Cody got to be a voice on the show. So we have the Flame. We have the bird, and we have Skippy mm-hmm. as all, or, Plucky. or or Baby Plucky, of course, yeah. all as the Ruger boys right there. You'll each get to voice a character. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, it was kind of weird, like when because I'm not used to episodes that involve actually bombing and destroying a city. Yeah, it was like carpet bombing. This <laughs> whole like I was like. Not even like a strategic, like yeah, it didn't it wasn't like a military base or something. No. It was just like we're bombing an entire city, and I thought I, I would assume it's abandoned. That's what I'm <laughs> gonna assume. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna assume that because it and because it was very apparently very close to the United States or wherever right? they started. I, know. Off. I was like, what? Like they just decided to go off and. Bomb. I mean, we don't know that they started off. Do they ever say like what park? It could be a different country altogether. It could be the with the U.S. you know military base nearby or something. Sure. It, yeah. It was. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. That whole bombing the city was just a little too real for me. It's yeah. not something I would really expect to see in cartoons. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't get dark or anything like that, because it was just like, oh, we just bomb a city. But <laughs> today, in today's world, when, you know, stuff like that happens, it's it's not that funny to no, me. No, for some reason, it's just not funny when <laughs> I don't get cities it. get bombed. <laughs> but overall, it was, I guess that the would be the word for it is, it's cute. The bird was cute. And he had, he, I liked it when he called the little uh, eggs, a little brother and sister and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cute. Well, there's one last thing to do, and that is, of course, the Wheel of Morality. It's that time again. To make fun of people in Range Rovers? To discuss how cute I am? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And today's Wheel of Morality moral was, don't eat with your mouth full. No? Yeah. 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 Don't eat with your stomach (laughs) full. You know, one thing I was wondering... (laughs) One thing I was uh, I was wondering while watching this one is I wonder how they recorded all these different morals because Wacko in this one says I'm conf- I'm still confused or something like that, um, and that was like something originally remember like one of the first wheel of morality I think it was the first wheel of morality Wacko said I'm confused what what was today's uh, moral Yeah, that's how they and then he right now he says I'm still confused um, hmm. I'm not sure how they exactly recorded these I would like to ask uh, you know I doubt the voice actors actually remember you know what how the heck these uh, yeah, were I'm recorded guessing they did them like all they did them all I'm gonna guess they did them all in one day put different little reactions mm-hmm. and then just kind of piecemealed uh, the different parts to where they wanted them but um, eh, it's an okay moral. What do you guys think of today's moral? It's funny. It's it, it matches it's up. It's a good to, moral. 
It's yeah. a good moral. I mean, it is definitely a good uh, moral. I get. I mean, it mashes up the don't talk with your mouth full and don't eat with your mouth open and just mashes them up. <laughs> so it's funny because you could say don't talk with your mouth open. Yes. And that's that's also impossible. Yes. Oh, I'm getting. See, you know it's what? It's like a it's like a joke. Oh, my. See, I, I no, and I even read it and I didn't even get it. And I'm like just <laughs> don't eat with your mouth full. I'm like, "Oh, wait. I, they didn't say don't talk, don't eat." Yeah. Oh. Yeah, see, am I right, Kelly? <laughs> like he'll say I, it. I even watched a stupid thing on closed captioning and no. I didn't. I just read it. I read it. I just read it, and it still went vroom right over my head. This is why we need Nathan around here. This is the one thing I can do. Yes. To say, point out obvious jokes. And I was like, no, that actually makes sense. It's not really funny, but it's it's a good instruction. No, but now I get it. Don't eat with your mouth full. That just means, like, don't eat. Don't eat more food when your mouth is already full? Well, I mean, you can't eat with your mouth full. So just don't put food in your mouth, I guess. Eat without (laughs) putting food in your mouth. (laughs) Or just a okay, now bit. I'm just. So no wonder Wacko's still confused. Yeah. Okay. So now it's making more sense. Okay. Like, yeah, I think Wacko's like, "How am I supposed to eat?" Because that's well, I'm glad we took the time to discuss this moral. Because <laughs> <laughs> it went from one part of the thing, like, uh, "Yeah, whatever," to, "Oh, okay, that's slightly clever <laughs> and confusing now." So I don't know where we are, but <laughs> without any further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get to the water tower rating. So what do you guys think? Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give today's episode? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. I'll give it three water towers. If Netflix made me watch Newsreel of the Stars, then I may have lowered it to two and a half. (laughs) But it didn't make me, so just... Three water towers. Okay, and Kelly, what about you? Oh, I'll give it three also. All right. And I, I'm giving it a three as well. So we are three people giving it a three. Three, which averages to something. Today's num- <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by the number three. So let's go ahead and we have our poll results from last week. Right. And back from his vacation is the announcer. Awesome. Uh, no, this is great. Hello there. This is your announcer. Back from my extended vacation with this week's Animaniacast Twitter poll. Listen as we're asked, which of these sloppy squirrel cartoons is your favorite? Hashtag Animaniacs. Hashtag Animaniacast poll. 32% said, and justice for Slappy. 33% said, critical condition. But in a very close match, 35% said, I got your can, was the best of these three. So there you go. That's the end of this nutty poll. And now it's back to the studio with a brand new poll for this week. All right, so those were our results. Oh, I missed him. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you missed him. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get to our new poll for this week. Nathan, what do we got? Well, we got a poll. All right. Um, So this is going to be an interesting one. And 
it's gonna be quite fun. So who is the cutest Ruger? That's right, folks. Which Ruger is the cutest? So we have we have Cody, which was in today's episode. He played the little birdie. Yeah. Um we have Nathan Ruger, who uh played something, right? Skippy. Skippy. <laughs> played something. <laughs> and and Plucky. Plucky. And we have Luke Ruger, which played the flame. Yeah. And we have Tom Ruger. Who, who, is, should he be in this? I don't yeah, know. let's put Tom Ruger in there, too, because they have create Animaniacs, so I think... the Yeah, that's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. So, so, which is the cutest? Are we, I don't know, and however you define cute, I'm not exactly sure how... Um, yeah, yeah, you can just look at their pictures on images and just say, like, yeah, he's cute. Or the voices. I think you might say the voices. Probably the voice. Yeah, I would probably go with the voice. But, yeah, who's the cutest? Who's the cutest Ruger? And I can guarantee no one's asked you that before. (laughs) I can guarantee you no one has asked this question. So, we may only get five votes in this vote. In this vote. Three of them will be ours. (laughs) (laughs) So, and maybe, hey, maybe Tom Ruger or Nathan Ruger, they're on Twitter. They might vote. Yeah, and you are allowed to vote for yourself. There so you go. We'll, we'll give that. Official, yeah, we're making official. You can vote for yourself. <laughs> well, Nathan's uh, tea Public sticker is already on his water bottle. That's right. There you go. That's something you put on anything. So, now that his water bottle is set, <laughs> let's go ahead and get over to our contact information. And don't forget, everybody, that Animaniacs Live will be coming to Tucson, and I will be over there. Uh, Nathan will not, not be, be there, there. <laughs> but I will be there. <laughs> and uh, I'll be wearing my Animaniacs shirt, and you can uh, get a free business card with the Animaniacast logo on it if yes. you want to say hi. If you want an autograph. Oh, I will charge for that. No, yes. I'm, no I'm kidding. <laughs> they will be free wow the first one's free first one's free so make sure you see me see me first <laughs> well there you go so kelly where can people reach you online if they'd like to say hi they can say hi at twitter at yoda princess y-o-d-a-p-r-n-c-s-s or email me kelly at big and nathan what about you hey i'm on twitter and uh Django ft that's me <laughs> i was like you better say that that's me part <laughs> And, of course, uh, we are over uh, at a bunch of different places. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter. And if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at... <laughs> what are we? We're animaticast at <laughs> retrozap.com. And speaking of retrozap.com, there's a ton of awesome articles and podcasts and everything like that that you should listen to. Podcasts such as ArgCast, Beltway Banthas, Bruise and Blasters, Classic Marvel, Star Wars Comics, The Deuce Cast Movie Show, Doomcast, Kanata's Castle, The Sandcrawler, Skywalking Through Neverland, Starship, Sabres and Scandals, Talking Apes TV, The Trade Federation, Techno Retro Dads, and We Know Nothing. And that sounds like a lot of podcasts. And that is. So you can actually, instead of going to each and every one of those individually, you can simply uh, subscribe to the RetroZap podcast feed and have every single one of those podcasts delivered straight to your device. Including ours? Including ours. Just so easy, just like that. So uh, head on over to RetroZap.com for all that. And if you want to see an archive of all of our shows, you can head over to Animaniacast.com. Dot com as well to see a full listing of all the different episodes we've reviewed all 46 of them so far so, so far yeah 
<laughs> so without any further ado, I think that's just about it. So we will see you next week. Boy, oh boy, we're going to have a lot of different references to different movies next week to mm-hmm. talk about. Uh, but we're, So we're going to have to save our energy for that. <laughs> well, that just about does it. So for the Animaniacast, this is Joey and for Nathan and Kelly. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacs unless otherwise indicated. Begone, pests, and give me the bird! We'd love to, really, but the Fox censors won't allow it. Uh, Hi there, this is uh, Frank. I'm uh, here interviewing people about the lovely people over at tpublic.com who are our sponsors for today's show. Excuse me, sir. Can you come here? What's that? Well, I was wondering if you, sir, liked T-shirts. Like them? I love T-shirts. I wear a T-shirt every day. Well, I see. Whoa, watch out for that traffic. Jeez, it's crazy out here. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I was wondering. Uh, did you know that Tee Public is a great place to go for independent artist designs? No, I did not. And did you know that by going to Tee Public uh, and uh, seeing all those uh, different shirts, you are not only getting an awesome shirt, but you are helping sponsor uh, various independent artists around the world? No, I did not. And did you also not know that if you went to tpublic.animaniacast.com, you could see a selection of Animaniacs Pinky in the Brain, Tiny Toons, Freakazoid, Spielberg, and various other designs selected by the hosts of the Animaniacast. No, I... Well, actually, yeah, I did know that. Oh. Well, yeah. So, anyway, head on over to tpublic.animaniacast.com. I already did. Look at this awesome shirt I'm wearing. Wow, it's the Animaniacast logo. Yep, and there's a bunch of other ones up there, too. So head on over to tpublic.animaniacast.com.